0: It's HAPPENING NOW?! WE'RE ABOUT TO SEND YOU BACK TO THE future. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Future, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us, or both of us, might not have seen before. And we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger.
1: I'm Amber Inch.
0: And this week, guess where we are? Where? We're back in our favourite wheelhouse oh. <laughs> of the 1980s again. We're still stuck firmly in the 80s, yeah, I think. why
1: can't we just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't really want to move on from the I 80s, do. do we? You do? <laughs> yes. Okay, maybe we'll do something from the 90s soon. <laughs> I don't know. We'll move on, do something from 90s era soon. But hey, guess what? What? We're back in 1987, Amber, yeah. back in the way back machine, <laughs> in the best year of the 80s. Do you know why it's yeah, the best year you of the 80s? Don't say that
1: long ago.
0: No, it isn't that long ago. It <laughs> yeah, was, like, it was yeah. like only yesterday yeah. that it was 1987, wasn't
1: it? I don't know. I wasn't here. Hardly
0: any time at all. I
1: wasn't here then.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, you weren't long, that long after. But we're back in 1987, best year of the 80s. Do you know why it was the best year of the 80s? Um, Because this
1: film came out?
0: No, because Predator came out. Oh, okay. And because Robocop came out. Oh, okay. And because Evil Dead 2 came out. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: And because I got born.
1: <laughs> because I came out.
0: <laughs> because I came <laughs> out. Not of the closet, <laughs> just out in general. <laughs> I came out into, into the, the world. world. And then... This film came out. It's like in that order. Well, not even necessarily in that order. I mean, it's not in that order chronologically. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what no, order they would no, have come out know. in chronologically. But in order of importance. I wouldn't have thought
1: that Evil Dead 2 would have come out in April. <laughs> or no, any, or than April.
0: I don't You'd know. You'd think that would have been
1: an October film, no? Y- yeah, you would think.
0: I don't know. Or even
1: summer. Even a summer
0: It probably just came out whenever they could get a release date for it because Evil Dead had had such a tumultuous time getting released because of it being cancelled and everything. But in order of importance... To the internet
1: machine! (laughs) To the internet
0: machine! Quick! In order of importance, I would say it was Robocop coming out, then Evil Dead 2 coming out, then me coming out, then Predator coming out.
1: <laughs> actually, I was wrong. This is...
0: Wouldn't be the first time.
1: Oh.
0: That was a joke. <laughs> don't give me that look.
1: <sighs> it was actually released almost exactly a month before you came out.
0: Evil Dead 2?
1: Yeah, March 13th.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Robocop was a summer one, almost definitely. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Can't be bothered to look that one up. <laughs> no internet machine for you, Robocop. That's Robocop's smart enough to work it out himself. That's
1: not AMDB.
0: That's not AMDB material.
1: February.
0: February. Do you know what?
1: You nearly got it right.
0: Uh, do you know, this is going off purely by instinct what was the as first, well. What
1: was the first one that you said?
0: Predator. Oh, that'll yeah! be summer.
1: That will be summer. You might, that have, summer. That, you might have
0: got that one wrong. But if that came out after... Me, oh, we're no, on to a winner.
1: Oh, that one t- tried to bring out the 2018 one.
0: No, pff, we don't need that one. That's not the one we're after. <gasps> I'm right, aren't I? I'm right. Oh, I'm right. No. Just
1: off, because it says January 88. What of that one. Oh. Yeah, that's weird, because yeah. when I put in Predator, it said 1987, but then said release date 1st of January 1988
0: oh that would that was probably a UK release yeah Predator is a
1: 1987 American science fiction film release date 1st January 1988 that's a bit confusing
0: yeah that's but almost anyway. definitely when it got released here because it yeah. knows you're looking from UK you
1: pretty much got it right dead on though really I,
0: I do you know what instinctively for these kinds times, of
1: tomorrow 15th of September Odeon Southampton at 6.45 do you want
0: to go watch Predator? <laughs> how weird <laughs> what
1: (laughs) i don't know yeah so you were actually very very close with all of those
0: i um, i I mean i didn't want to say i thought i would be but something instinctively told me that that was they were getting released in order of importance there i don't know
1: (laughs) there must have been something in your head that was just like oh wow yeah yeah
0: chronologically right as well oh my goodness I don't know what's happening but that's that's weird anyway we are back in our yeah, top wheelhouse of the 80s with something as a little bit of a change of pace we're sort of doing some horror light in order to start getting us in the mood for our inevitable yearly Halloween Fright Fest Spooktacular. It's oh, like a warm-up, almost, this one.
1: No, it's not. This is like... yeah, <laughs> it's
0: a warm-up, this one.
1: This wasn't scary. No, well...
0: well, no, this is why I said horror light. You always light. want
1: to show me scary stuff.
0: I do. You you don't want to see it, though.
1: No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> <I have> to... <laughs> we had to watch Halloween in the middle of the day with all the lights on. Yeah? Well, not with all the lights on because it was daytime, but we still watched it in the middle of the day.
0: Well, I think we had the lights on as well, just in case. We had
1: the Halloween lights on.
0: Yes, we did.
1: The pumpkin lights on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that wasn't necessary for our film today because this time we are going back to 1987 to a boardwalk era (laughs) California where the biggest things of the year were earrings. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop and Evil Dead 2 <laughs> were earrings, leather jackets and dirt stubble. bikes. And yeah, and stubble. And Bleach being. Hair. And being sweaty. Yeah. Slightly sweaty. Yeah. We're talking this episode about the cult classic, The Lost Boys.
1: Yeah, I don't know if. I have no idea how popular it was at the time because I wasn't here and I don't know anything about it, so I don't know. But it really kind of got a resurgence, didn't it?
0: It really did. So... I wonder why. At the time, this was kind of a big deal. Was it? Be- yeah, because... Oh, Corey Feldman. Well, because Corey Feldman and Corey Hayne as well, both big deal in it, it was one of the first... Really big films for Kiefer Sutherland after Stand By Me.
1: Right, okay.
0: So that was obviously a big thing for him. But also, it was one of the first modern ish films that had vampires depicted as something really cool and like modern and hip. And Gothy, neo punk kind of thing, you know? Because until that point, it had been a lot of things like Nosferatu, Dracula, all of these other vampire stories. Yes. Old men. And they depicted them as kind of this like. Which is weird
1: because they don't really get old.
0: No, exactly. (laughs) Well,
1: they they do, but it takes them a long time.
0: Yeah, well, hence why they're called the Lost Boys in this, because the Lost Boys never grew up.
1: Yeah, so that's what I mean. So in all the other films of them, they're always like uncool old guys, which is funny because they don't really get old easily. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. Weird.
0: So they've been so they've kind of got them as a Victorian Edwardian yeah, era yeah. things with the puffy Lame. shirts.
1: Yeah, but in this. <laughs>
0: They were going around in big boots and leather jackets and open shirts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, these guys are so cool. (laughs) So that's kind of why it was such a big deal, because it made vampires out to be this really cool thing to be. And then that went on after that, especially in the way they actually look as vampires. Yeah. To influence things like Buffy, Interview with the Vampire, you know, all of these kinds of things. So, yeah, it was kind of the first big thing like that. And did did you ever hear this theory that there's a resurgence in certain types of cinema According to what political alignment the country is in at the time. <laughs> Did you ever hear this? I feel
1: like you've mentioned this before.
0: So it's a really weird thing about how Democrats and Republicans.
1: Yes, you have told me that. Yeah, yeah like whoever's yeah. in
0: power, there's or like maybe a resurgence. We something of, about it together. Yes, yeah. There's yeah. like a resurgence of zombie movies. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: then resurgence of vampire movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so weird.
0: Yeah, and this could be one of the first instances of that, I think. Mm. I'm not sure. But because this started making vampire films really popular after this. Because everyone wanted to go and see cool vampire films like that. So, as we do every episode, we have the person who hasn't seen the film write a short synopsis of what they thought it was going to be before watching it. So, Amber, what did you think The Lost Boys was going to be about before watching it? And no, you're not allowed to just say, I thought it was about vampires. That's cheating. It's got to be a plot.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Oh, you, you've just, you've got an A4 sheet of paper. You've just sprawled vampires across it in big, bold letters. I've got a Sharpie just to do that in.
1: No, I wrote two lines. Okay. Thank you. All right. Not very long two lines.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Okay, no, I knew it was about vampires, but I genuinely couldn't think of what, I, I couldn't think of what, it would be about how how can you have a story about vampire? I don't I don't.
0: Yeah. I don't vam- know. <laughs> vampires isn't enough of a premise to go on. It's not like that's not like an elevator pitch, is it? Like, no. hey, guess what? I've got a film idea for you. OK, vampires. I'm listening. Here, here we go. Vampires. I love it. Well, like Give that guy the kind of money. Happened, yeah. Probably.
1: But um, I didn't make the connection between vampires,
0: them. but they're cool. No. Wow. But Revolutionary.
1: Not low, still yeah. That's what this film taught us. That's true. Just because the kid said something when when the girl turned up and he was like, No, don't kill her, don't touch her just as the his younger brother was like jumped in under his covers in his bed and he was like, Ugh. and he's like, Just because she doesn't look like one of them doesn't mean that she's oh, good yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. He did say that. <laughs>
1: I can't really remember but something like that. Yeah, I didn't really get the connection between the Lost Boys not growing up thing. And I just heard or hear the Lost Boys and think of Peter Pan. So my brain gets a bit confused and just fuses them together and just assumes that it's about like a group of boys who are vampires that have an island somewhere.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) That's it. Like my brain just went... Oh, they probably just fly off to a different island all the time. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean they
0: kind of do. The area that they have that's like their hideaway is I know, but a they have to have that like so that. they
1: can sleep there though.
0: Yeah. But it's not an I island of its own, no, but no, it is no. a little bit like it is a little bit like that. It on the inside it looks like it's kind of been trapped in history. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what you had as your plot then?
1: Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was that was literally yeah. it. There's vampires who are boys and they go to an island uh, sometimes.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I
1: don't know, I couldn't think. I didn't even make a connection in my head that they would convert somebody or somebody would turn into a vampire and didn't know. I, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think.
0: No. Yeah, I suppose... I
1: couldn't come up with a vampire plot. I just couldn't think
0: yeah i mean this is the thing usually vampire films are revolving around the premise of inducting someone i don't think i've ever seen
1: a vampire film before
0: really not one no you never seen dracula or anything no really
1: you've seen the original dracula film
0: oh okay not (laughs) not like the original original not like the universal monsters original (laughs) The Bella Lugosi. I thought
1: one. that one, he was just going around biting women.
0: No, because in Dracula, <laughs> it's always about the guy who oh, goes there I to. Watched, um, the BBC I one. watched. The
1: BBC one. I watched the TV. You don't say that.
0: <laughs> no, well, it was. The BBC made it. It's fair enough to say that. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. The BBC <laughs> remake of it. I, um... Well, not remake. It was kind of a, an original thing, but it was based well, mostly a on of the, the book. book. I suppose, yeah. And then kind of went in its own direction, which was really weird. Yeah,
1: I watched that, but that's really the only thing. Yeah, because it's nothing like that, is it? So I still didn't know. I, still I guess didn't, not. I still couldn't think.
0: You mean you never watched the Leslie Nielsen Dracula Dead and Loving It? No. Oh, I know what well, we're watching next then. <laughs> <laughs> no more. That was a Mel Myers Brooks movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't.
1: I didn't realise that this was Richard Donner before it
0: came up. Yeah. Well, it's Richard Donner produced. Yeah. So the connection here... So he gave the
1: money to them, basically. Yeah.
0: And the connection here is that obviously Richard Donner directed the Superman movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And Joel Schumacher, who directed this, is responsible for ruining Batman. So, oh, okay. oh, yeah. Is that why they've got
1: like, so many Superman comics all over the place in this?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Richard Donner wants to put Superman into <laughs> yeah, as many in places everything. as possible. Because Richard Donner was also a uh, director of The Goonies.
1: Yeah. Which had Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman in it. Yeah.
0: And I think this is good because this kind of brings us full circle almost because yeah. it's been just over a year of us doing this podcast we started with Corey feldman no. in the goonies episode number one we're checking back in with Corey feldman a year later
1: i don't know why he kept doing his voice like that
0: i don't know what you mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think we should start charging them for this <laughs> I think it was because he wanted to try and sound older than he was. I mean, was. that's
1: fair. But, yeah, he, he sounded like blooming Beetlejuice all the time.
0: Yeah, because this is only about four, three or four years after The Goonies.
1: He doesn't look any older.
0: He doesn't look any older, but he sounds a little lo- I mean, older. he
1: looks younger for some reason. <laughs> he
0: spent the whole time growing his hair out, is yeah. what he did. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the true. The whole time. It's like, got to get ready for my next part.
1: (laughs) That's what it sounded like all the time. It's really weird. (laughs) Uh.
0: But Richard Donner, like I said, he's done the Superman movies. He did Goonies. So he obviously wants to kind of put Superman in as many places as possible. So that's why there's a comic shop involved in this. (laughs) And it did make me think that, obviously, Joel Schumacher did Batman Forever, which was passable Batman Forever was passable but unfortunately Batman and Robin is unforgivable
1: okay so
0: he's responsible for those and it made me think while I was watching this that I do think to an extent Joel Schumacher seems to have a, a very distinct look about his films now cast your mind back okay a little while yeah to when we were talking about one face slash off with your guy John Travolta and my guy
1: oh. Nicolas Cage
0: Nicolas Cage Nicolas
1: Cage Nicolas
0: Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage now do you remember when I said that John Woo has things that he will put into his films like doves and slow motion is and- he the face-off guy yeah
1: yeah Yeah. okay
0: right so there's the slow motion doves yeah. going there's the jackets blowing in the wind yeah. in slow everything like just that
1: grabbing somebody's butt in slow motion yeah remember
0: I don't know if that's a marker of a John Woo <laughs> movie <laughs> I know but I'm I'll just ask, listing
1: things that are in slow
0: motion I'll ask him but it made me think that I think Joel Schumacher might <laughs> might have a specific set of things that he always involves in his movies. And I think some of them are leather jackets. Everyone seems to have, be wearing leather jackets in Joel Schumacher movies. (laughs) Someone at one point always has like neon stuff going, like bright, like grungy neon look to things and inexplicably i think there's always someone shirtless playing the saxophone in a batman
1: film
0: i think there was in batman forever (laughs) for some reason i for some reason i distinctly remember that there is someone at one point playing a saxophone in either batman forever or batman and robin is it the same guy It may well have been. I don't know what this guy was about (laughs) in this one. I don't know. It has
1: to be the same guy because no one else can do that.
0: How oiled up was that guy?
1: (laughs) I I don't even understand what was happening. Where were they?
0: They were on. Um, They were on a beach.
1: I know, but why was there so many people interested in that?
0: I have no (laughs) idea what what the pool was. Was he supposed
1: to be like? Nobody actually explained that. They just turned up to a really crowded place with a weird guy playing that saxophone it's a free
0: concert
1: i know but it was free concert
0: if if someone is doing a concert on a beach for free you kind of don't care at that point what it is so
1: into it as if they knew who he was
0: i mean frankly if it was a free concert on the beach and it was that shirtless guy playing the saxophone (laughs) i'd be like well i have to watch this because i've got to know what happens next (laughs) like if this guy is if this guy is oiled up and shirtless and playing the saxophone where is this concert going to go from because surely surely that's got to be the peak of the concert but it's like if they've peaked at the concert that early on where do they go from there that's the interesting part i would Mm. stay to be like where are they going to take this from here because surely surely it can't get any better than this oh my god he's brought out a live swordfish on stage (laughs) who could have seen that i don't know i just think that's the next logical place that it can go
1: they probably just stopped
0: (laughs) it's actually the last show of the night (laughs) but it does lead me on to something about this film that i have kind of always liked and i do have to say that i think it's one of the first maybe not the first discernible films of the 80s but definitely a significant one of the 80s that had an absolutely banging soundtrack really
1: yeah this this film this film (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh
0: it absolutely did
1: no it didn't it had like three songs in it
0: aerosmith la guns it had the doors it has Echo and the Bunny Men as well.
1: Yeah, but I that think was the it, same song.
0: I think it had, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was two different versions of the same one, I'll admit. But it is one of the films that has a soundtrack to it that I think was quite popular
1: what? at the time. There's like three songs. I don't know. Under- I never And that I guy that. playing the saxophone,
0: <laughs> don't forget. That was one of them. <laughs>
1: I could not tell you what that song was now. Even if I heard it right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you. You could play me three songs and say which one of those three was that guy playing, and I wouldn't know. You would
0: recognise it because it would I have wouldn't. a saxophone riff in it.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you'd have to play
0: that's three
1: saxophone-centric songs, wouldn't you? Otherwise, it wouldn't be fair.
0: I think it's the only saxophone-centric song on the soundtrack. <laughs> wow. No, try, I mean, try saying that in
1: general, not in the soundtrack. There wasn't any other songs in the soundtrack. Don't be weird. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. When you've got Back to the Future and you've got like all of those eighties films and you say that this okay, is a good film. Well, soundtrack. okay, so
0: I am differentiating here between score and soundtrack. A film score? That's yeah. not what
1: I meant. No, that's not what I meant. I was thinking of like Earth Angel, Earth Angel. <laughs> and what's that <laughs> other one? What's the what's Johnny, Johnny B good? Man-y? you be good
0: yeah okay no yeah you are right you are right uh, in fairness yeah the back to the future soundtrack pretty spot on blues I mean, brothers when did that come out that was technically 1979 i think <laughs> but all right so okay so say we are going back to the 80s for back for blues brothers because i do think that might definitely be earlier on in the 80s see we've done so many films for the podcast now that this is information that i should have retained but as soon as we're done with the episode (laughs) i'm like right i can leave that information behind me now but yeah blues brothers also really good soundtrack breakfast club yes ferris
1: bueller's day off
0: First, Bueller's Day Off had a few songs in there I wouldn't say that the whole soundtrack from start to finish was incredible yeah
1: I know but just from the pure fact that it had Twist and Shout on it made it better than the Lost Boys soundtrack
0: that is a good point (laughs) I don't know what's that is a good point yeah no 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 I I can take that I can take that so were you happy to be reunited with Corey Feldman
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah it was good seeing him
1: it gives me joy to see his face (laughs) It's just only because it kind of reminds me of what he looks like now and it makes me laugh
0: it's just nice to know that he's getting work really (laughs) isn't it (laughs)
1: that was a long time ago he's not getting work now
0: yeah but he's getting residual checks from it so it's okay he's
1: getting work done he
0: is definitely getting work done he had that weird phase where he thought he was Michael Jackson for a while yeah yeah he was
1: friends with Michael Jackson
0: though that's true
1: and that's what kicked him off
0: and by Being degrees like of separation, so was Corey Haim. Was he? Well, yeah, Corey Haim I don't was really know kind of going around him. everywhere that Corey Feldman went.
1: Was he? Yeah. I don't think. Which one did he play in the film that we just watched? Corey Haim. I did, although I don't know any of their names. They didn't have names, really, did they?
0: Corey Haim was his little brother. Oh! Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't oh, even know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not even know that. I don't think I've seen Corey Haim, really, in anything.
0: You would... Know him in a lot of other things. Oh. Yeah. Hang on, because Corey Haim was in The Goonies. Was he? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, that's. No, I was thinking of Sean Aston. Never mind.
1: Oh, yeah, kind of similar though. 80s kids. Oh, okay. So, so you were thinking of Sean Aston when you said he went round with Corey Feldman?
0: No, oh. Corey Haim definitely did go around <laughs> oh, okay. with Corey Feldman a oh. lot because they started this whole thing of being in a lot of films together as the two oh. Coreys. So oh. they turned up in a lot of films together. <laughs>
1: okay. Weird.
0: Yeah. Weird. So generally, wherever Corey Feldman went, Corey Haim...
1: Corey Haim looked a lot younger than Corey Feldman
0: in this film. Oh, yeah. I think they might have been similar ages, but he definitely looked younger. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do you find it funny at all that the guy who is the main character in this film, not Keith Sutherland, but do you find it funny that they tried to get the most Rob Lowe-looking guy yeah. that wasn't Rob Lowe? Yeah, because that would have been out of their budget.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there was a picture of Rob Lowe in the bedroom as well.
0: <laughs> there was a picture of Rob Lowe, I noticed, in the background. I
1: think they kind of just... Yeah, that was just the thing. He was the, he was the boy in the 80s, wasn't he? So I think they probably just tried to copy his style. Which, copy ironically,
0: Rob Lowe... Here's Seven Degrees of Separation for you. Rob Lowe was in St Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Which was directed by Joel Schumacher. Oh. In which I'm oh, pretty sure... Right in which I'm pretty sure Rob Lowe at one point plays the saxophone wearing just an open leather jacket. <laughs> I am almost certain of it because I think it's even in the trailer. So these are the weird connections uh, we make. I'm pretty sure he does. If someone out if I'm wrong, someone out there please correct me, but I am so certain that <laughs> Rob Lowe plays the saxophone, shirtless, just wearing a leather jacket in St. Elmo's Fire.
1: So it was St. Elmo's Fire after this?
0: I think St. Elmo's Fire was before this. I wouldn't know because we haven't watched it for the podcast yet. But we should. Because, I, I don't know. St. Elmo's Fire 1985.
1: Oh, so it was before It this. was
0: before this.
1: Because I was going to say, it's either the fact that he knew Rob Lowe and did like a funny homage to him because he'd used him in his film before. Right. Or it's like this film was first and it was a desperate plea to be doing a film with Rob
0: Lowe. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm going to find the most Rob Lowe looking person that I can. I'm going to put a poster on the wall. I'm so desperate to do a film with Rob Lowe that I'm going to give everything <laughs> that I can to this. It's like an advert. It's like, please work with me.
0: No, I, no, because he'd already worked with him, I'm pretty sure that was the point that Rob Lowe got out of reach, almost. Yeah, maybe
1: they said... Maybe he asked him to do it and he said no. So he just tried to find yeah. the, the closest person that he could find.
0: <laughs> Which so they had like, Jason Patrick like just instead. Just
1: off. So like, he's kind of like him, but just off. He's like, <laughs> he's like the Wish Rob <laughs> I mean, this
0: is literally Rob Lowe if you ordered him on Wish. Yeah. yeah. It's literally like this guy could have been... At one he's point, the, he's the a standing Kirkland Brand, Kirkland Kirtland brand. Kirtland brand. Kirtland brand, Rob Lowe. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, what do you want? <laughs> You're not Rob Lowe. No, I'm not. What are you gonna do about it? I'm here. I'm Jason Patrick. What do you want? That, I, that isn't yeah, actually Lowe. that isn't actually what Jason Patrick sounds like, but <laughs> it's close and enough. And actually,
1: don't you think? Oh no, I'm thinking of something else.
0: Are you? I think
1: I was picturing the guy from Smallville. No, I don't know. I was going to say because this guy kind of looks like a guy that I thought was in one of those um, vampire TV shows that had a massive.
0: Oh, like Buffy beast. or Angel. No, or... Um,
1: begins with an S, and it was just guys, or it was like two guys of were brothers.
0: Oh, Supernatural.
1: Yeah, Supernatural. They were brothers, right. weren't
0: they? <laughs> no. No, the two brothers in Supernatural weren't vampires. They were they were like uh supernatural hunters.
1: I don't know if it's them. I don't know if it's that that I'm thinking of.
0: Uh, oh, are you thinking of The Vampire Diaries? Oh, maybe. Cuz The Vampire Diaries they were brothers. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I know
0: way too much about young adult, yeah, you young adult TV shows that? That, have a, that have a mass female target audience. <laughs> I am really showing my true colors for my for my tastes here. This is dangerous territory. Can we please change <laughs> yes, the subject? Ian
1: Summerholder.
0: Ian Sommerholder. Yes. Do you How know much what does he does? He look like that
1: guy.
0: Yes. Do you know what? You're absolutely bang like... on the money. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost he does like look they like. They kind him. of
1: modelled him on him. Like this is what somebody before us has decided vampires will look like. Right. And now they're taking him. Right. <laughs> it's
0: definitely Rob Lowe <laughs> in its nature, isn't it? Yeah, very Rob very... Lowe s.
1: Yeah, that's what reminded me of.
0: We interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird gift baskets. Cool. Cool. You're interested? Interested. Excellent. I'm glad you said that because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers or simply as a thank you.
1: We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and all baskets are totally customisable for dietary needs and tastes.
0: Greenbird Gift Baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber, They can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch.
1: Collection is available from Southampton, or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit GreenbirdGiftBaskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at GreenbirdGiftBaskets.
0: Oh, and make sure to tell them that Back to the Review just sent you, yeah? (coughs) And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. (coughs) But again, this is what I think The Lost Boys is probably... Most famous for doing is kickstarting this whole like, oh, vampires are actually sexy and gorgeous.
1: <laughs> gorgeous. Gorgeous.
0: <laughs> gorgeous. Sexy vampires, and obviously, I don't know.
1: They turned into something that was. What about those horrific feet?
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That was one part of the film that I totally forgot about. I. Completely forgot the part where you see their janky ass feet hanging onto the bars, <laughs> hanging upside down. But they look
1: I, like hands. It's just like it's got a thumb. Yeah. Why?
0: Because they're obviously meant to be sleeping like bats. I know, but how and do they? How do they walk
1: the little... with their hands with their feet like that? <laughs>
0: well, I imagine that they transform back into regular feet in the same way that their faces oh, transform into okay, like yeah. vampire faces. Okay. Yeah. But i completely weird, <laughs> forgot that bit. That's such a weird thing <laughs> to have happen. They could have literally just. I went just... back
1: a bit when I went back to see because we used a famous streaming service that shows the cast of the people that are on the screen when you're watching it.
0: Yeah, uh... that very much narrows down what streaming service that is. I it's the I'm literally saying, but I didn't, I mean. no, and that's and that's very good because we aren't paid by them so we can't really mention them other streaming services are available but the one we used this time <laughs> was we the have used one... a
1: multitude of streaming services for these podcasts
0: not just a multitude we've used practically everyone under the sun that we can
1: yeah so this time we used this one
0: we use the one and... that gives you the information about who you are currently seeing on screen
1: yeah and so i went back to see the cast in that bit because they were all in that bit together and <laughs> and when I went back, it froze on that screen of their feet. <coughs> and that was it. That was the only thing that was on the screen for ages. So <coughs> I didn't even get to see anything because all I could see on the screen paused, like when it was trying to buffer, was them stupid weird feet hand. Uh, <laughs> so was nasty!
0: Horrible. It's so nasty. I it was such a weird thing to have. Included in the film because, as like, who made that choice no, I
1: don't to know just
0: have I'm that sure. one thing happen <laughs> no. about it? Like, it's not just that they could have been hanging from something by their feet, like wrapped around it or whatever. <laughs> no, they had to have their bare ass janky feet out gripping With onto it. Those horrible long nails.
1: Nasty. How, d- how is it that all of a sudden they get long nails as well?
0: I don't know. I mean, the whole theory behind that, as I saw written up in something about vampires, is that when this happens and you see a regular person turning into a vampire and they get, like, their longer nails, it's actually them becoming, like, more predatory in the sense of them being like a cat. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So it's like a cat's claws coming out.
1: (laughs) No.
0: No. Which, is, which I thought was weird, right? Because, yeah, while that makes sense, because it's the teeth Maybe and claws. claws kind of coming out like a cat would, in original vampire folklore, there's never any mention of them being cat-like. It's always the animals that they most turn into most often are rats, wolves, and bats. It's a very strange thing. But again... Well, maybe
1: it's little rat things then.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. But again, this is the first instance, to my knowledge, of this kind of thing being popularised. Yeah, like
1: a more modern take yeah. on it. There is
0: another vampire film which came out in the 80s called Near Dark, which didn't necessarily make vampires quote-unquote cool yeah. in the way that this did it actually made them kind of very gritty and almost monstrous in oh, a way okay. whereas the Lost Boys kind of made it seem like it was party time all the time
1: well they kind of did it first but then they showed you they're murdering people and that was like a bit horrible yeah because he was going to kill his brother because he just wanted just wanted the taste
0: exactly and you only really see them killing people for once
1: yeah but you see them like dragging people away yeah and it gets so blooming windy whenever they turn up as well
0: you never <laughs> actually see them so... flying no
1: that's that's <laughs> yeah that's a tactical move isn't it? yeah yeah yeah, because... Um, filmed with
0: drone technology before drones were popular.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it it's got so
0: windy. So, it, it would be so easy to make a vampire movie like this now when you don't need to show them flying. You just have it from a drone perspective. Well,
1: it probably look exactly the same as what they did next then.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> don't need to do it again.
0: Exactly. So, would you like a little bit of Lost Boys Trivia Time, LBTT?
1: you have already given us so much.
0: I know. But I've got some cool bits of trivia here. <laughs> Thank you. Here's one that I think you might like. It's not. The... I've kept the trivia light.
1: This better actually in this be one. good this time.
0: Well, I don't know so much about good, but I do know that it is funny. Oh, okay, good. Characters in the movie say the name Michael. approximately 118
1: times (laughs) in the whole film altogether in the whole film
0: (laughs) the the name michael
1: michael michael Michael. because you just
0: hear it echoing in his mind when they're like taunting it's like michael
1: yeah michael yeah michael yeah and then the woman's shouting it all the time yeah and the brother shouts it quite a lot
0: yeah and then obviously david Kiefer sutherland yeah is just, they're kind of going, Michael.
1: Come on, Michael. Come, come on, on, Michael. Come on, Michael. You can do it. Michael, you're one of us.
0: <laughs> so what did you think to Kiefer Sutherland in this? Because this is like an iconic thing that Kiefer Sutherland
1: did. Yeah, I knew that it was Kiefer Sutherland. I didn't know about anyone else that was in it. But actually, it wouldn't matter because I don't... I mean, apart from Corey Feldman, Diane Weist. Yeah. I know... And
0: and Alex Winter no okay. bill s preston esquire i
1: don't
0: know yeah he's bill from bill and ted oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, although yeah, literally yeah. he only got like three lines in this film. Yeah, barely... my guy alex winter got ripped off in this yeah song. yeah although he did get to him. have his shirt open for a while but like <laughs> well, he know, got, he that's got about it through the heart so yeah like he was the first to go
1: yeah but I knew that Kiefer Sutherland was actually the only person that I knew before going in that. Yeah. Was in it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I like Kiefer Sutherland or not. Not just in this, but just in general. Like I was never I never watched Twenty Four or anything. Never really that bothered about that. Right. I kind of thought he was a bit I don't know. I thought he was a bit of a moron. Really? <laughs> but no, but I don't know why, because I've never I've never had any reason to think that I don't. I See don't...
0: as as with most cases you're more of a fan of the dad, aren't you, Donald Sutherland? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like with Charlie Sheen, like you like Charlie Sheen, but you I really like Sheen. Martin Sheen. <laughs> I
1: like Martin
0: Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't really care too much that's about weird, the about the star son. You you care more about the celebrity dad, don't yeah, that's you? Weird. So you're a little bit more on Donald Sutherland's side.
1: No, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> no. Which I've just thought of another weird connection. So here we go. Here's another seven degrees of separation for you. Get this. I've just I've just thought of this. Okay, Keith Sutherland played David in the Lost Boys that we've just watched. Yeah. Right. Donald Sutherland <laughs> played <laughs> Buffy's watcher in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie.
1: Oh so he was in that maybe that's a little bit of like a funny pick as well yeah because of this this film maybe and I think point, Buffy the Vampire Slayer
0: at some point because Buffy the Vampire the original movie kind of first came out in the early 90s I think that actually makes a, a couple of references to The Lost Boys because oh, there's yeah. one point where someone is floating outside someone's bedroom window obviously like quite high up off the ground trying to come yeah, in through yeah, the yeah. window as they did in this film
1: well i think that's what he does though isn't it
0: yeah yeah it is yeah i just it... thought
1: that's what dracula did
0: i think that depends on which i thought he came through people's versions. windows
1: i thought that was the thing
0: yeah <laughs> he came through people's windows yeah because you can't get invited you have to get invited in through the, door. through the door
1: yeah i thought he just came through people's windows i thought that was the thing they did and then was like How can he be on the second floor window?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actual line of dialogue (laughs) from the original Dracula movie. If you go back and watch the (laughs) Bella Lugosi Dracula movie, you watch the original one. That's an actual line of dialogue. Someone's just stood outside. How can he be on the second story window? (laughs) They're not
1: stood outside because they can see that he's floating. They're stood on the inside. They're on their side of the window. He's on that side of the window and he's floating around.
0: How can he be floating around?
1: How can he be on this? I don't
0: understand.
1: How can he be up here? We're on the second floor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so did you like this film in the end? Um, yeah, I'm
1: pretty, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I did. You think you did? Okay. Yeah. It was okay. I wasn't a fan of how much slow-mo there was going on. I didn't. <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of slow-motion things. What I found really creepy
0: was... <clears throat> there was a lot of wind blowing. That's why they had long hair and mullets. Yeah. So the they, wind looked more effective.
1: Why? Oh, I don't know. It was just really creepy when he drank that blood for the first time. The way he was moving his mouth and his tongue <laughs> coming out and stuff. That was so horrible.
0: The fading over of things.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. that was, Twice. That was a little weird. Like the fade over effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was weird. But like they did it enough that you noticed, but not enough to make it a thing. Yeah. So you have to, you have to choose what, do you yeah. want to do it or not? <laughs> Is this your thing or is it not?
0: <laughs> like, pick your vampire thing yeah. and stick with it, all right? Yeah. All of the others have their own vampire thing. <laughs> like, he's got leather jackets, he's got a motorbike, he's got a Hawaiian shirt, you know? They've all got... The... You pick your thing and stick with it, yeah. all
1: right? His is fade his is fadeovers.
0: <laughs> My vampire thing is, like, I have, a, like, a fading aura around me. <laughs> It kind of makes me look like I'm layered one over another just by looking at me.
1: I quite liked the bit that the kids were trying to prove that that guy was the head of the vampires. Yeah. That was kind of funny because he came in and he was... That was was fun, that bit, because when he came in and he said, you're the man in the house, you have to invite me in. I was like...
0: (laughs) (gasps) Yeah, you kind of guessed the ending for yourself a little bit, didn't you?
1: Were they, yeah, Halfway I suppose, through, but that—what did I? Well, why did I? Yeah, because you were like,
0: <laughs> you kind of said, even when what they were doing was disproving that he was a vampire, you were like, mm, I still think he's ahead head yeah, of the vampires. Still, yeah, You're like, like mm, I don't know, I don't know. This guy's awfully sus, <laughs> <It> <laughs> that,
1: which because, I loved. It was only because right at the beginning, when they walked into his shop, he said, "I thought I told you not to come in here anymore." and it's like he knew the way he looked at them and I was like ugh and nah. something going on
0: there. yeah because what you don't realise at the start until you think back on it is the security guard told them uh, you're not supposed to be here we've told you to not yeah, be on yeah. here and he says to them I thought I told you to not come in here yeah and they just kind of look to one another and they actually just walk out they actually just leave.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's like, huh, okay, Yeah, because right.
1: they have to obey him. Yeah, they have to because yeah, they're was... sons. <laughs> there is are sons. There is are sons.
0: Are they? Well, not really, <laughs> but obviously, technically speaking. But yeah, you were like, oh, I don't know. I, I still think it's him. I yeah, still because think it's him. that dog
1: as well, that crazy dog. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, I thought she was going to have like, baked garlic bread or something and he was gonna try and eat it and be like <laughs> choking and they were gonna go
0: <laughs> it's all adding up
1: yeah. <laughs> don't give him wine give him blood see what he does
0: <laughs> i like that all of the vampires died in like very very different ways
1: yeah did one of them get like horrifically burned at one point
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. one of them just literally burst into flames <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> death by stereo <laughs> cool
1: <laughs> yeah I thought that was um, funny and yeah. then yeah the when they killed the first one and his blood went everywhere and when it came when they came out they had glitter all over them and I thought that was weird because that was wow. like a twilight that just reminded me of twilight but I know twilight didn't really kind of start as a vampire thing that was a bit weird but
0: Okay, so actually, following on from that, I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Would you like a bit of Lost Boys trivia time? Do 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 do, do right? That ties into. <laughs> oh, you into... made it campy. Uh, well, all right, I'll, I'll I'll feed it to you in a game. It was
1: supposed again. to be like news. First of all, it was kind of supposed to be like the Pearl and Dean, you know? Da, 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 da,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But because you told me that I wasn't meant to do that. I I don't think we own that.
0: <laughs> no. I don't think we own that I made
1: that. it slightly different <laughs> each time. And then now it's kind of like a news alert.
0: Yeah. Well I mean it is it should be like a news alert. Yeah, so alert. it's
1: evolved over time. Yeah. So now it's like you know?
0: Yeah. So it actually ties into exactly what you just said. Okay. So you ready for this bit of trivia? Yeah. In the documentary *Blood Sucking Cinema in 2007, Corey Haim said that all the blood had glitter in it to give it a shimmering effect and was slimier than other fake blood.
1: Why, though?
0: I don't know. I guess they just wanted it to have an effect of, like, it being weird and otherworldly on cinema so it like catches light differently and he said it was slimier than other fake blood so obviously they aren't bleeding real blood they're bleeding like vampire blood so it's gonna be like thick and horrible so yeah it would stand to reason that they tried to make it like that and maybe someone thought well put glitter in it because it will catch the light and make it look
1: You could slimy. tell it was glitter though. It literally just looked like somebody dumped a bucket of glitter on them when they came out.
0: Yeah, but you see... <laughs> it was his... like all
1: stuck in his hair in one big clump.
0: Of yeah, like... <laughs> I know they didn't true. know that
1: we, they, that we were going to be watching high definition at some point. Yeah,
0: I don't think but... people in the 80s accounted for like no. 4K <laughs> remastered versions of things. No, but
1: it just, I could tell obviously because I'm, I'm watching it on HD.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that was weird. That was just a funny thing because I'm more used to people taking the mickey out of Twilight vampires because they glitter <laughs> in the sun.
0: Well, yeah, because that's not a thing that vampires no, do. No, but that
1: reminded me of it. Yeah, right,
0: know. So when,
1: I, when people take the mickey out of them glittering in the sun, it reminded me when I saw them come out of the vampire cave after having their blood all over them because they had glitter all over them. And yeah. I just thought that was weird.
0: Well, it's like this thing that Max Landis said about his dad when his dad was teaching him about kind of the rules of screenwriting, Yeah. right? So Max Landis' dad is John Landis, Yeah. right? Yes, the thriller guy. Yeah. Because he did Blues Brothers.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing his... So album, yeah.
0: he said to him when he started... When Max Landis started doing writing, he said, "What are the three ways that you kill a vampire?"
1: The dad asked. Off- the da- yeah. John yeah, Landis okay.
0: said, "How do, how do you kill a vampire?" And he said, well, "Stake through the heart, clove of garlic, and sunlight." And he said, "No, you can kill a vampire however you want because they're not real." Oh. <laughs> he said, "You can kill a vampire however you want because if you're writing a vampire movie, you." make the rules you don't have to stick to folklore or anything like that you don't have to stick to the rules of how you would kill a vampire no, so obviously in a way it's fine that things like twilight have taken this whole idea of vampires and turned it into something else but at the same time is it okay because that's not really what a recognizable vampire would kind well, of yeah, be it kind like. Yeah, kind of
1: is because you can do whatever you want with it because no one truly knows because they're not a real thing. It's like, what do you think a unicorn would look like? Well, who knows? Somebody just made it up one day. I mean, I'm not saying that aliens aren't real before you start but what I'm saying is yeah. <laughs> it's like having your own version of what you think an alien is or what an alien looks like. Yeah. There's been hundreds of them.
0: Yeah, that's true. And there, there have been many different depictions of vampires, what they would potentially look like particularly one that comes to mind with 30 days of night where rather than just having like a couple of sharp teeth like the whole mouth becomes like needles uh. and it's and that's like the vampire strain that they have yeah So yeah I can kind of understand. I'm reading
1: that. a topical book at the moment because it's about vampire family ah. <laughs> and yeah they've kind of they've stuck to like the basic thing oh they want blood. But there are a few parts in the book that's kind of like, and I don't want to say it's tongue in cheek because it's it's not really, but it is like kind of. It's not super serious. It's like poking a little bit of fun to the genre. Not super serial guy. (laughs) No, so he lists all the famous people that have been vampires and like they don't die they just turn around carry on do something else. so like jimmy hendrix was one of the most famous vampires ever lived <laughs> but we and we don't know that he was a vampire because we're not vampires but vampires right. know and now it's like they're just, looking
0: they're watching his concert going like he's one of us yeah like we know we know he's one he,
1: of us um, and obviously because they live for so long he's still alive he just had to fake his own death because oh Um, okay and they're all still they're all still alive but he just he's a dj in a club in london now like like these types (laughs) of things no one knows he's a vampire he even plays um played the guitar on stage in front of everyone with his vampire teeth with his fangs and no one (laughs) and no one even noticed
0: (laughs) amazing so like
1: it's things like that so like they've kind of kept to the basic stories and rules that we all know but they've there's still extra added, like, changes and things.
0: Extra added, like, rules and lore. Yeah,
1: because he kind of, he's kind of like Paul, I suppose, when they kind of say, oh, everybody thinks that it's this, but actually we're not like that at all. Like, they've got their own reflect. They do have a reflection. Yeah. And they say, oh, everyone's, like, you know, snowballed the idea of us to make it all mythical. And But actually, we're, we're p- pretty normal, but we just have to drink blood, you know, that type right. Of thing. But then ah, that sends them a little bit insane. So, but, And they can still fly and
0: everything. So yeah.
1: everyone's got, like, their own ideas. Of, Versions yeah. of things.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this is, like, this is the thing. Like, the rules behind vampires in cinema are actually now at the point where it's, it's so wide that it's almost like if you were to make a, a new... Modern vampire film. You could kind of cherry pick what you do and don't want to include. Yeah, well, yeah, that's
1: what they're doing,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, Amber, pitch me a sequel to Lost Boys. What do you think... Oh, no. What do you think you would have in a Lost Boys sequel?
1: Well, they got rid of the head vampire, so there isn't vampires anymore.
0: Well, they got rid of the head vampire of that area.
1: (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I,
0: he didn't, wasn't I didn't know the that. I didn't
1: know that there'd be any in any other area. It can't be called the Lost Boys anymore because they're dead, right?
0: Well, I mean, sure, but.
1: Okay, well, I'm kind of thinking of turning it into a vampire hunter thing. Oh, okay. Like Ghostbusters. So they know that there's someone else in a different area that needs vampire help because they're being harassed by vampires, whatever. So that's going to be Corey Feldman and his friend.
0: Right, so okay. It's about
1: them to get rid of everyone else.
0: I like it. <laughs> so it just becomes about them going around hunting vampires, yeah. essentially. Okay.
1: But I want it to be, like, really far in the
0: future. Really far in the future. So they're, so they're what? Like, in their 40s doing it?
1: Yeah, like now. Ah, okay.
0: Well, guess what, Amber? I have some good news for you. Because guess what? What? There is not one, but what? two sequels. I didn't even know they had
1: any more. There
0: is actually two no. sequels to Lost Boys. And guess what? The first one came out in 2008. What? Yeah. So they left it a good 30 years. That's what
1: I'm saying. That's what it needed to be. That's what I like about it. So
0: they've got Lost They're like Boys. They're
1: vampire hunters.
0: They've got the Lost Boys, The Tribe. The follow-up to the cult classic horror film takes us back to the familiar shady surf city of Santa Carla where vampire surfers quickly dispatch anyone who tries to invade their turf. Guess who makes an appearance in it? Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. When
1: they say they don't want anybody to invade their turf, does that mean that they're going to have vampires and sharks fighting with each other?
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that goes for land and sea. Okay. Yeah, they just, like, will fly out over the ocean until they see a shark (laughs) relatively near the (laughs) surface.
1: they They just,
0: like, dive down. Punch it in the face, <laughs>
1: yeah. and
0: then like fly back to land, kind of shouting over their shoulder at it. Yeah, tell your friends.
1: <laughs> and he doesn't tell his friends.
0: And he doesn't tell his friends. What he tells his friends is,
1: "There's a moron vampire over there. Let's get him." <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's now. Well, this
1: time, if it's...
0: we go on to land, I'll admit we're a little bit out of luck. But if we wait until they kind of come back, we catch them when they're flying low over the water. No, this maybe.
1: is what I was, was going to say. No, no, no. By this time, by 2008, sharks might have realised how to walk on land.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. The only thing more terrifying than vampires, land sharks. Yeah. (laughs) It gets even better because in 2010, not two years after Lost Boys the Tribe came out, Lost Boys The Thirst got
1: released
0: and guess what guess what you are going to love the synopsis for this film okay the way it's written and everything is brilliant this came out two years after the follow up I
1: didn't even know I didn't even know these existed and they're not even that old
0: I know I've
1: never heard of these films they
0: just tried to get a resurgence into it Multi Arrow Crossbow Check. Holy water grenade launcher? Ready. Stake shooting M134? Got that too. <laughs> Edgar Frog is locked and loaded for his bloodiest badass battle yet with the undead. It is literally all about Corey Feldman and his brother. The frog brothers it's not actually going Corey vampire feldman. hunting
1: it's not exactly it's not actually cory feldman though is it
0: it is it is genuinely actually Corey feldman look at your face look how happy you are
1: <laughs> i want to watch this
0: <laughs> this
1: is the film that i just made it
0: is i tried to keep so cool about it look at his
1: face i know
0: he's it's so because
1: this is the only thing that makes sense it's the yeah. only thing that makes sense to do. Yeah. Why is there two sexy ladies stood next to him? What's that got to do with it? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. This is, maybe I don't want to see this film because I don't know what it's going to turn into. Oh, it was popular in... Is that Russian?
0: Pretty sure, yep. There's
1: a, there's a Russian poster there.
0: Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> now, do you want to know the best part? Well,
1: I don't know, but it looks like their budget was like £10 or something.
0: Well, another little bit of trivia that I was going to tell you about Lost Boys... The, the the original lost boys not not these ones i don't have trivia for these ones because we haven't watched them so i can't put that into amber's movie database yet yeah. no
1: but i can put that it's an r rated movie yeah definitely not watching that i think that oh i think that's gonna be very creepy
0: okay as in, what, like as in Corey feldman's being creepy no
1: as in like pervy creepy
0: <laughs> as in Corey feldman's being pervy or creepy
1: I, a little bit yeah okay
0: maybe So, The Lost Boys, as a little bit of trivia, extra trivia for you, because I'm keeping it light, was, the whole film was filmed in three weeks. (laughs) Of course it was. They filmed the whole thing in three weeks. I'm surprised they
1: didn't do it in one day in one take, because it looks like they did. (laughs) But yeah, that's the film
0: that you pitched.
1: That was your film. Yeah, this is literally it. As the lost boys and girls of San Casador prepare to party under the blood moon, an alpha vampire conspires to turn these unsuspecting ravers into an army of the undead. <laughs> the only thing that stands in their way.
0: <laughs>
1: the only in their yeah, way. yeah, 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 keep going. The only thing that stands between him and the annihilation of the entire human race is the infamous vampire-fighting frog brothers, <laughs> armed with double-barreled holy water balloon launchers. <laughs> Edgar and Alan joined forces to kick some bloodsucker butt.
0: <laughs> now, how much do you want to bet that he's still talking? Like,
1: yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> we got our launchers. We're gonna go and get him.
1: And that's exactly, that is literally sharpen? the film that I was thinking. Of. Like, that is down to a T, because there were some pictures on there, on IMDb. They, um...
0: AMDb, we can add that into <laughs> yeah, Anders AMDB. movie database yeah. now. If you
1: go to AMDb, there's some amazing pictures of him looking like a grizzled, like, <laughs> wearing a vest and shirt with his long hair, and he's got, like, a crucifix hanging off his wing mirror. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Like, he's got an old... <laughs> And he's like, oh, I've been trying to hunt these vampires, man. Nobody believes that they're real, man. <laughs> and he's got to the world and, like, decrepit... Not decrepit, but he's, like, he's just he's just jaded and he's just been beaten up by the world, you know?
0: It's like how someone says, no one knows the work that I do because have yeah. you ever seen a vampire? <laughs> yeah. no, well, no, of course I've never seen a vampire. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Yeah. You're welcome.
1: You know, you know why? <laughs> do you know why? <laughs> because of those holy water balloon launches (laughs) that's why
0: also sounds and I know what you mean about it seeming pervy now because that in itself sounded like a euphemism for boobs (laughs) my holy Holy water balloon launches launches. (laughs) (laughs) holy water balloons batman amazing amazing so i think that's going to be uh... well i think
1: I'm, i think i've already written that film Yeah, and that's a bit annoying actually because i could have written that film and got some money out of it
0: you could have done <laughs> but it's nice to know that the sequel that you as someone who has just watched this film <laughs> yeah. taken it in the sequel that you,
1: that, long.
0: that you immediately wanted to see got made yeah. eventually Eventually, so, after that time, go.
1: so I made that film in yeah. like two hours after watching the film, and it took them ten, like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible. That's so funny. I wouldn't have bothered with that one in between though. That would have been number two. Yeah, that there wouldn't have been anything.
0: Straight. In those are the characters we want. We really want to know about. Yeah. I think that they had to do the first one in order to like reintroduce the concept of Corey Feldman being a vampire hunter and bring lost boys like back to the zeitgeist of things
1: yeah i know but it doesn't work like that does it when it's a cult classic and it's brought to people like that it never works to do it again no it's not the same so in in 40 years time maybe people will be watching that first one and being like oh they don't make them like this anymore
0: (laughs) oh my god we never appreciated Corey feldman when we had him (laughs) so there we go. I think we're gonna have to add that to our uh watch list now.
1: I don't I don't
0: know. Wait I'm, for I'm it I'm not
1: convinced. <laughs> well I mean, alright.
0: Let me let me specify. We can add that to our watch list, but not one that we pay for. No. No, we're watching that for like for free. Yeah, that's you know? we're not gonna find wait, that anywhere. Wait, wait until that's available for free then... anyway. No. I think Corey Feldman has a right to it. He's not going to let anyone watch it for free. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get whatever money I can. <laughs> Sorry, he's more like, I'm going to get whatever money I can.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't, can't let you have it for free.
1: <laughs> maybe that's where they got the idea for Batman's voice.
0: Yeah, maybe. Are we saying Corey Feldman should be Batman at this point? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know what we're saying there. Right no, now. I'm not. It just reminds me of when you said Gary Oldman had just come off of the set of Being Batman. And you meant Dracula. And I was like, well, technically, he is a Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in this, yeah, they were technically Batmen. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's
0: true. Do you reckon that Kiefer Sutherland's hair has ever recovered? No. No? It's
1: never. He's still... <laughs> it's a lot Whoa. of bleaching. Yeah, that is a lot of bleaching.
0: See, David in this film was the original blueprint, I think, okay. for the character of Spike in oh, Buffy oh
1: yeah
0: right they're so similar what do
1: you think like it was just Whedon wasn't it That did it Buffy? was yeah he must have grown up on that and loved it
0: I reckon he actually did because because yeah. when they when they're vampires in Buffy when they look like vampires yeah they look like they that. look like these yeah, ones do. that they have and in they've got boys. the bleached
1: hair and like yeah and maybe he and like maybe he thought that the thing that was missing from that film was like a good woman a good female character because they didn't really they had that girl but she wasn't really in it very much
0: no she wasn't she wasn't really although she's doing well for herself now apparently a (laughs) multi-billionaire
1: I can't believe it
0: oh Gertz
1: oh Gertz (laughs)
0: she's she's not worrying about herself is she I would have changed
1: my name if I was a multi-billionaire my name was Gertz
0: Yeah. Gertz no she's doing (laughs) fine for herself we don't need to worry about her no So, as we do every episode, we get the person that hasn't seen the film to give the film a rating of what they thought of it, but every episode, what the rating is out of changes. So, Amber, what are you going to give The Lost Boys and what's it going to be out of?
1: This is kind of difficult for me to rate. Okay. Because... It had some good people in it. I really like Diane Weist.
0: Okay. Weist.
1: Weist. Weist. West. (laughs) That woman.
0: That woman. I know who Um, you mean.
1: I really like her, and so that's good. She is good. good. She is good. Yeah, and uh, actually, I mean, even though it was it was mostly child actors, pretty much, like teenager. Kind of. You know, it was teenage child actors. They all did really well still.
0: I mean, Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland were still, like, really young. I mean, yeah. they weren't child actors. No, like, but, you know
1: but I mean. But they adolescent. were, like...
0: they. I mean, Kiefer Sutherland couldn't have been any more than 25, 6, 7.
1: Really? I thought he was younger than that.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, maximum, that's probably what he could have been. Oh, I, don't, I, I
1: didn't realise. Well, I don't anyway, they, they still did alright. The It was basically, like... A vampire version of Spider-Man film, like because he was like, "Oh, I've got my vampire, now, what am I? What? Who's bitten me? What's What's got me? What's this?" I mean, yeah, I'm you're kind of right. And, I see, and I'm all dazed. I don't know what's going on. And it so it was quite a good story, and it was <laughs> and it was kind of a good film. I just I feel like there was a lot of things that were really cheesy, even for then. <laughs>
0: Right, okay. I I just,
1: and I can't, uh, I can't get past it. I can't get past it. I don't like, I didn't like the the weird slow-mo things, the weird like fade-in things. and like, oh, that just annoyed me a little bit.
0: Would knowing that each of the sequels after this, as their main theme, have a different cover of Cry Little Sister by L.A. Guns in it? Does that make it any better for you that so they get someone different to no. cover "La Guns no. Cry Little Sister" in each one who of them? Who was it? I don't know who it was. Oh, it was okay. different Just for people. each of the sequels. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no. Just no. different versions, different <laughs> no, remixes doesn't. of it. No. Okay. No. All right. Did having "La Guns Cry Little Sister" in this film make it better for no. you? No. Did any of the soundtrack make it better? No. Okay. All right. So it couldn't have been that good a soundtrack. Then. No, it was rubbish. All right, okay then.
1: fine. You were the one who said that
0: to me. Okay, so, yeah, so was it so going to be? The actual be?
1: film was okay. There's just some things that I just couldn't quite oh, get I over. Couldn't,
0: yeah, couldn't get yeah. your head around. I don't know
1: round. why. I don't know why. But um,
0: it was definitely a, a choice that got made for, on the directing front, yeah. wasn't it? Bloody Joel Schumacher. Yeah. And his shirtless saxophone playing oiled up men. <laughs> 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 He's got to oh. get that sorted.
1: <laughs> it was a classic, though, I think. Okay. Because so I think it's... that people, now, like, the more that we've spoken about
0: it, the more we've kind of realised maybe iconic. how much
1: influence it's had on things yeah. like
0: this before. It's visually iconic, I think. Not just necessarily in its... In its script or in its execution, no, no. but the way it looks—no,
1: because it's not original. Because it's basically just every origin story that's ever been. Oh it follows yeah, follows the same kind oh, yeah. of pursuit as everything. Hundred percent. So in like the story and that type of thing isn't classic, but no, yeah, what it's what it started off, yeah, was pretty was pretty big. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So I'm gonna give it three,
0: three, okay,
1: yeah. and I'm gonna give it three. Holy water balloons. (laughs) Nice.
0: I like it. Corey Feldman would be proud. Corey Feldman would be so proud. He wouldn't
1: like the three, though, would he?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: I'm I'm sure people have said worse things about him, though.
0: I think Corey Feldman would respect your opinion. (laughs) Yeah. I think Corey Feldman would go that you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, he would. But maybe... It's
1: wrong, but you can have it.
0: (laughs) He'd be like, okay, but maybe... Watching Lost Boys The Thirst will change your opinion on it somewhat because yeah. contextually. It
1: might bump up to a. Well, actually, yeah, if you were to watch The Thirst. And you were to watch the first Lost Boys. Yeah. And the first Lost Boys would look like a masterpiece compared. So it would probably make my rating go up more. <laughs> I mean, that's a
0: little bit of an early judgment. That wasn't what I was going to go for. I was going to go for, like, you for saw the pictures. Contextually, it adds to the story oh, no, that's not what of I was... the first one, makes the first one better.
1: That's not what I was thinking. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Well, even so. <laughs> but you still think it's classic? Yeah. Classic 80s cinema? yeah I think so. So are we still saying that 1987 might be one of the best years <laughs> for, for cinema?
1: Well, um, I was, Out of the 80s. Well, Predator was okay. I wasn't really bothered about that. Robocop also was all right.
0: <laughs> Evil Dead 2.
1: Yeah, we, we didn't do that for this podcast, though.
0: No, we haven't, because we've already watched that.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: we'll do Army of Darkness at some point, because you haven't yeah, watched haven't that. Yeah, I have seen that. Because you've seen Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 but you haven't seen no, um, I
1: haven't seen the first one
0: you haven't seen the first
1: one we didn't watch the first one I don't think because you said you don't have to watch the first one just watch the second one that's what you said
0: yeah I did say that I did say that because the the second one recaps everything of the first yeah, one at so the you start don't need to anyway the first so you don't necessarily need to
1: I've lived it anyway
0: still good Yeah, we have yeah we did live it Halloween Horror Nights love it <laughs>
1: <laughs> hate it
0: love it really <laughs>
1: I love
0: the idea of it. <laughs> in in theory, <laughs> I love it. In practice, maybe not as much as I thought. A little bit more warning before Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> yeah. next time. But, you know, we've got our Halloween Spooktacular Fright Fest coming up no. soon no. so we'll have to see what we end up doing for no. that well this is why did you lost boys it's a little bit of a warm up this
1: is scary though There's it's no vampires private, it's, it's a little bit it's scary bit. though that's not a warm up
0: it's scary sexy it's scarexy.
1: <laughs> definitely wasn't sexy that weird guy <laughs> with his tongue out all the time
0: <laughs> if it wasn't out in his mouth it was in it was in her mouth
1: <laughs> ugh
0: So there we have it. The Lost Boys gets a little bit of a surprising three out of five holy water balloons from Amber. But what do you all out there think? Do you think that the Lost Boys is an iconic piece of early 80s vampire cinema that completely changed the zeitgeist of what we think of vampire films being or do you think that it's a little bit overrated and that there are better vampire films out there that we should have been watching are there other films vampire films or not that you think that we could have watched instead are there any films that you want us to revisit that we've probably already seen but you still want to hear our opinion on all of your thoughts can be expressed to us through our social medias i am at drew bridger
1: at amber inch
0: and make sure you use the hashtag bttr pod to let us know when we are being talked about on the internet we want to hear your thoughts and opinions and amber if they have enjoyed this episode of back to the revuture please tell me tell me please please tell me what on earth should they go and do
1: like subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars also follow at bttr podcast on instagram
0: yes Please do that. Maybe we will get a slightly better rating from you guys than the three stars that Lost Boys got. I mean, it's not a terrible rating. It's not great. It's just average.
1: Well, what else did you expect?
0: I don't know. I mean, average is all right, I suppose, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, Amber, until our next episode, I am a little bit peckish. How do you feel about some... Chinese food. Yeah! Oh no. Oh no. You've just remembered. How are those maggots you're eating? Do you want to see my janky feet? I can hang upside down on them.